Can we level set in terms of the soul of America? Right now, hate crimes are on the rise. Random acts of gun violence. Women are under attack. Mr. President? I'll, I'll do one. The answer is yes, because that's why we can't let, well, uh, we cannot let this election be one where the same man who was president four years ago uh, becomes president again. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, what? Did he say Obama there? He's a, we can't let Obama. Um, even the Washington Post poll shows it now. His brain? She's a broke. She's a no good, that brain of his. That's a brain that is no good. The Democrats are not only in a kind of a transgender uh, sexual panic. Now they're in a Joe Biden panic and an election panic. I, I expect the rioting and looting will begin soon. Although you really don't have to wait because there is a national crime wave that the Democrats have instigated, incited, and everywhere you go now, they're uh, locking down all of the goods and products on store shelves. Uh, even in the nicest neighborhoods in Washington, D.C., yeah, there are some nice neighborhoods. Well, they're, the Democrats are destroying them now. They're in the process of ruining them. Uh, but even in the nicest neighborhoods, I'm making quotation marks with my fingers, the stores are being plundered. We had uh, well, the Safeway store right over there on Connecticut Avenue, not too far from the uh, radio station. The Target store down the street, they got everything behind plexiglass, including like your Tide, not even the Tide pods, which the Democrat kids like to eat, but the, uh, you know, the big uh, vessels of uh, Tide, that's a laundry detergent in case Democrats are listening. Um, And (laughs) and, uh, the looting is now an everyday thing. And they have one, normally they do mob looting, the Democrats do. But they've, uh, they've adapted, and now they have one man looting, too. And they go in and they threaten and they menace people in the stores, and then they steal stuff. Yeah, we saw that in New York and Walgreens the other day, and then the Democrat assaulted the security officer, a recently retired NYPD officer, uh, belting him in the head with a, you know, like a canvas bag filled with cans and jars of uh, roused tomato sauce or something, and a big welt on... Uh, retired NYPD officer's head. And naturally, the Port Authority police in New York arrested the security officer and threw him in a jail cell because if you go to enforce the law, then the Democrats put you in jail. If you go to stop theft and crime, and the guy was not only a thief, he was he committed a, a assault. It might even be felony assault, the big heavy bag. And the Democrats put the person who's trying to restore order to society, they put him in in the jail cell, because the Democrat Party is the party of criminals and crime, and they're anti-police. They're the party of anarchy. They're the party of theft and looting. My best girl and I, over the weekend, we were hiking around the big city of Washington, and uh, and we went, um, you know, I'm starting a new television show tonight, you may be aware, on Newsmax, and uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time, the uh, new Chris Plant and the Right Squad, that's uh, our television show, and it's a panel discussion show, and I hope that you'll be there. And uh, we were walking around, and I thought, you know, I could use some new reading glasses. I'm doing television now, not just radio. And I have these, like, you know, $3 glasses from the CVS that I buy in four packs, right? 
and uh, said, so there is a, what is it called? My Eye Doctor? I think it's called My Eye Doctor. And we went to go to the, it was Saturday, went to go to the My Eye Doctor, and it was locked. And I said, oh, no, she's a closed. She's a no good, can't go there. And uh, turns out, no, the lady came over to the door, a young woman came over to the door, Washington, D.C., and she came up to the glass door, and she looked furtively back and forth like we were, you know, smuggling people on the Underground Railroad or something. And she unlocked the door, and she let us in, and there was nobody else in there, and we, and we were uh, looking around at stuff. So what's with the locked door? She said, well, we have to lock the door because, because the Democrats, they come in, and they steal, and they threaten us, and only women work here, and, and we are afraid. So we locked the door. Saturday, a uh, uh, beautiful day, uh, doing, uh, trying to do business. But the Democrats, are there is a reign of terror that has descended across the United States of America from coast to coast, from San Francisco, where they're shutting down all the Walgreens stores. They shut down the flagship so you can't get drugs and toothpaste. And so I don't think they use toothpaste and toothbrushes in San Francisco anymore anyway. And then the Whole Foods flagship store that shut down so you can't get food, can't get drugs, can't get food. You can still get drugs, just not pharmaceuticals. You can go get fentanyl and crack on any street corner in San Francisco. But you can't get, so all the Walgreens are uh, leaving and the uh, flagship Whole Foods store where you can, you know, get um, take-home food at restaurant prices. And uh, they're, they're gone. They're out of there. And then the Nordstrom, so you can't get the Nordstrom big department store and the Nordstrom rack for a less expensive uh, version of Nordstrom. And, uh, you know, that last year's stuff. Is that what they have there, Michael? Last year, last season, last season stuff. And uh, they're gone. They're out of there. And uh, that's because of Democrats. See, the reason for that is Democrats and Democrat policies that are pro-crime, pro-drugs, anti-citizen, anti-police, anti-civil society. And that's one of the problems that we're having across this great land of ours right now. And uh, so talking to the nice lady at the My Eye Doctor, and and uh, and they didn't have us. I just want some reading glasses. Well, they're like, no, you got to see an eye doctor and you got to have an appointment and stuff. I was like, oh, okay. I uh, can't really do that now. And uh, so we, we, we went to leave, but had a nice conversation with the nice lady. And she explained to us that they have two other locations in the area not too far away. And they've been, um, and it's not really looting. What it is is strong arm robberies. Like uh, Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, that really got the ball rolling with Barack Obama uh, and the Democrats trying to lynch the police officer when the 18-year-old Michael Brown, six foot five, 295 pounds, old enough to join the Marine Corps, but much too fat. And uh, he was in there uh, roughing up a little immigrant store owner who was working hard trying to make his way in the freest country in the world. When uh, young Michael Brown, a Democrat and spawn of the Democrats, roughed him up and stole, you remember what he stole, Michael? What were they? Yeah, like cigarillos, tipperillos or something, uh, which he used to kind of shake the tobacco out of and then stuff with reefer so he could uh, get more stoned. Uh, and remember the Washington Post said he had so much THC, the active ingredient in marijuana, in his blood system that he might have been hallucinating, which is impossible, uh, but that's what they said. <laughs> Pay no attention to that. And that was, uh, what was the police officer's name? Darren Wilson, I think, Darren Wilson. And uh, he's still in hiding. I think he had to move to Sweden like Serpico or something because the Democrats uh, are murderous and violent and anti-police. 
And and so the, uh, what do you call it, Safeway grocery store over there. And then the nice lady told us, oh, yeah, and the CVS on the corner, that was looted the other day by Strongarm. And really, it's not, it. I don't know, we got to have a new category of crime for what the Democrats are doing now, for what they've normalized, and they've normalized this type of behavior. Where uh, And in a lot of places, they say, well, you can steal up to $950, and we won't prosecute it. So, so the police say, well, you're not going to prosecute it, so we're not going to arrest people for it. And what you have is the end of uh, civil society, and that is the Democrat Party's program. Did you see the Maroons standing in front of a subway train in New York City? That was Saturday, right? Because the crazy homeless person, and what did uh, USA Today called him a beloved street performer? A beloved street performer? Uh, the crazy guy. And it's, it's sad and tragic that he was killed, but the Democrats left this mentally ill person out on the street to fend for themselves because that's their solution. Remember the audio I played last week of John F. Kennedy, then president of the United States, before being shot in the head by a communist, just by the way. And, you know, the three previous presidents assassinated before John F. Kennedy were all Republicans, Republican presidents, including the first Republican president, Abraham Lincoln, shot in the head and killed by John Wilkes Booth, a uh, Democrat. And, uh, oh, keep in mind that Martin Luther King was shot and killed by a Democrat presidential campaign volunteer, James Earl Ray, uh, pay no attention. You'd think the Democrat Party would get a reputation after a while, wouldn't you? Uh, but no, this is what information dominance is all about and cultural dominance. You can, as Malcolm X said, the media is the most powerful institution uh, there is. They can make the innocent guilty and the, and the guilty innocent. And they do it every day, don't they? Pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, so we, uh, we you know, the, the whole city is being looted in slow motion. And what's happening is, what's happening is, everything is now being locked up behind plexiglass because we're becoming a third world country. And I haven't even gotten to the open borders yet and the end of Title 42. And the fact that I've been talking about this for uh, quite some time, under Joe Biden in the first term, the first term uh, for Joe Biden, we may have more illegal aliens come into the country than the total number of legal immigrants that came in through Ellis Island in the entire 62-year history of Ellis Island. I've been talking about that. Um, Yeah, so the CVS on the corner was uh, sacked and looted and plundered by violent Democrat thugs that come in and threaten and menace the employees, often women, and then the brave Democrat men steal everything they want, and they walk out knowing that they live in a consequence-free, lawless, Wild West, Mad Max, Beyond Thunderdome society that the Democrat Party has created for them. Am I right? Of course I'm right. Michael's nodding. Just, just in case you, you know, wondering what's going on in the studio. Yeah, but that's, uh, boy, that's what the Democrats are doing. So we had a little, uh, little sample of that, and uh, you know, you can't run a business in a Democrat city without being regularly robbed by Democrats, and then the criminals are protected by the the elected Democrats. I'm assuming that the elected Democrats aren't doing the robbery and the looting themselves, which may be a false assumption too. Um, and, and it's an amazing time in America. There is a nationwide crime wave, and the Democrats implemented this. They instituted this. They incited it. They, they started by organizing during Occupy Wall Street, where they were training the young people to sleep in their own feces and demand other people's stuff. Um, and, you know, remember what Vladimir Lenin said. 
He said the goal of socialism is communism. And uh, and that's, you know, the Democrat Party is not on our side. For how many years do I have to say this before uh, this? uh, Oh, speaking of which, uh, Candace Owens, there was a fun video sent to me by a friend of mine in Florida uh, early this morning of a uh, young guy, because it matters to Democrats, a young black guy who uh, made a video of himself. And he was watching Candace Owens, the wonderful Candace Owens, uh, conservative. She's African-American, too, Democrats and uh, conservative. And this young man made a video. He said he was watching Candace Owens, and Candace Owens informed him that when it comes to the police in the United States shooting unarmed African-Americans during uh, encounters with the police, uh, I've been citing this statistic for a long, long time. A greater number of people are killed in lightning strikes in the United States of America every year than there are unarmed African-Americans killed by the police. And by the way, there are a greater number of unarmed white people shot and killed by the police every year than unarmed black people. And since we're talking about that, I've got some absolutely alarming numbers uh, out of a story in the Chicago Sun-Times yesterday. My friend Vinny D. in Chicago sent me this story yesterday. And this is absolutely alarming. And, And it should be if Al Charlatan were not a complete charlatan, if Joe Biden were not a complete fraud, and Dunderhead, this would be a gigantic story, but because the Democrats don't want to talk about it, nobody's talking about it. Well, I'm going to talk about it. Talk about gun assault rates on children, on people under 18. Oh, and also, we got Joe Biden's poll numbers, of course. We got uh, the open border is about to get worse. And uh, the Washington Post has all kinds of poll numbers that they're hiding from us, that they're burying But I've got one that uh, turns out Ron DeSantis was like a prophet who could see the future. And almost everybody in America agrees with Ron DeSantis, which is why the Washington Post buried this. Just a few things coming up today on our humble radio broadcast, The Chris Plant Show. We are at 888-630-9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. So lately, I've been on a mission to change the way people view their finances and to encourage people to overcome obstacles and adversity. It's just more and more important to me every day. So I've teamed up with the folks at Life Surge. Life Surge is a one-day faith-based event where you'll walk in hungry for success and you'll leave ready to build your resources to leave an impact on others. We're talking faith-fueled finance, growing resources, crushing obstacles, and then, yeah, using it all for something way bigger than yourself. I'll be joining Life Surge in Cincinnati on Saturday, August 3rd. Joining me in Cincinnati is Nick Vujicic, the man with no arms or legs that speaks about his trials and triumphs. Soul surfer and author Bethany Hamilton, Duck Dynasty's Willie Robertson, and author and pastor Craig Groeschel, star of CNBC's The Prophet, Marcus Lemonis, and Bethel Music. That's Life Surge, Cincinnati, on Saturday, August 3rd. Tickets are on sale exclusively at lifesurge.com. I hope to see you there. 
All right. Um, yeah, an amazing front page story in the Washington Post that makes Ron DeSantis look like Nostradamus. They don't put it that way. It's, of course, an attack on Republicans, the whole story, because most Americans agree with Republicans when it comes to the Democrats being sexual, you know, child sexual predators in particular. Um, let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones before I get to the crazy, crazy stories that the Democrats have given me today. Just the Washington Post gave me three to four hours of radio, just today's edition. Then there's yesterday's edition where they got to the mass murder in Texas on page A23. A23 is where they got to that. Today it's on the front page because they're accusing the Hispanic killer of being a white supremacist. The white supremacists are expanding their ranks. They found that they found that their, you know, their base was too narrow. So they said, well, we're white supremacists, but we're going to have to start taking minorities into our cause. So uh, that's what the Washington Post has going on today. Uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Heck, calling from Bethesda, Maryland. Heck, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Well, good morning there, sir. How are you today? Couldn't be better. Okay, I have an interesting year. Uh, previously, you were talking about the statistics and African-American encounters with law enforcement. Yes. And here's one you may not be aware of, and I think your audience would like to know, that statistically, African-American males have a higher survival rate from law enforcement encounters than they do visiting the home of Democrat fundraiser Ed Buck. <laughs> what, what did Ed Buck? What did Ed Buck? Oh, Ed Buck is the guy that shot two people and killed them. Oh no, Ed Buck is the the Democrat fundraiser, good friend of Hillary, that used to take African American men home to his house and inject them with um, was it methamphetamines? Well, that is yeah. a recreational I drug for uh, Democrats. It, it only took two deaths for the police to start investigating him, but he's in prison now. <laughs> And uh, they were both uh, Ed Buck, sentenced to 30 years in federal prison. And uh, the two that he murdered with uh, overdoses of methamphetamine were African-Americans who were there to, uh, you know, help out the Democrat Party, right? Yeah, I think he was like, uh, you know, reaching out to the community, bringing these homeless drug addicts home because he was mentoring them, I guess. He's a mentor, kind of like uh, Roman Polanski was mentoring that uh, 13-year-old girl. Kind of like, uh, so I got to tell you, uh, Hack, I, you know, there's another thing about the Democrat Party with the 40% uh, African-American abortion rate, and the Democrats give out the uh, Margaret Sanger Award from time to time. And that exterminates, you know, that's uh, that uh, 60% of the Jewish population was exterminated by Adolf Hitler and his Socialist Workers Party. Uh, and here in the United States, 40% of the African-American population is exterminated in the womb by the Democrats who give out awards for uh, doing so. Hack, uh, fun, uh, fun po- Ed Buck, you know, he should be more famous. If he were a Republican, he'd be a household name, that's for sure. Now, here's a story from the Chicago Sun-Times from yesterday. Gun assault rates for kids doubled in Chicago comma, three other big cities during COVID pandemic. Even worse for black children, study finds. Now, this is an academic study out of Boston. So that means, you know, that it's uh, liberals because that's the thing. And when you hear these statistics, they uh, the alarm bo- uh, bells should be going off, but they aren't. Hey. 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Remain at 888-630-9625. Let me share with you this truly extraordinary story from the Chicago Sun-Times, a newspaper of some repute. Just an amazing story, day before yesterday, Saturday. And the headline is, Gun Assault Rates for Kids. Children, young people, people under the age of 18, below the age of majority, you know, where the uh, uh, Democrats want to change their genders and render them uh, eunuchs for life, uh, never to know sexual pleasure because of puberty blockers and various other things. The Democrat Party has really gone around the bend. Again, I grew up in a Democrat Party household. Uh, It wasn't like this. You know, it was... uh, it was uh, uh, not your average neighborhood household, probably. But, <laughs> but that said, uh, let me get to this story. The subheadline is black children have been 100 times as likely as white children to be victims of fatal and non-fatal shootings. Pre-pandemic, they were 27 times as likely. See, this is the Democrats, the lockdowns, the no schools, the, um, you know, social media isn't. Let's keep that in mind. Amazing stuff. Rates of gun assaults on children roughly doubled. It's much more than, well, overall for all races during the COVID-19 pandemic. And um, if you're white, it's really bad. If you're black... You know, you want to loot and riot and protest over something. This might be the thing to riot and loot and protest over because this thing is completely crazy. Black children were the most frequent victims. The analysis by Boston University's Jonathan Jay, who studies urban health, that's one thing to call it, included a review of gun assaults between mid-March of 2020 and December of 2021. He used the cities of Chicago, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, and New York. That ought to do it. It found that black children were 100 times as likely as white children to be victims of fatal and non-fatal shootings. Pre-pandemic, they were 27 times as likely. Now, I think when you notice the 27 times as likely statistic before the Wuhan Red Death came out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology in Wuhan, China, you know, where communists reign supreme, although thanks to Anthony Fauci, we provided them with some funding. But this is a, uh, this is just completely insane. And where's the Reverend Al Charlatan? Where's MSDNC? Where is... 
CNN, where's the, the Washington Post on this? They are not reporting it. Why is that? And if you're black, I've got to ask you, why aren't you asking these questions? These are important questions to ask. Jay, Jonathan Jay, Boston University, said his team looked at the rates uh, to understand whether some children are at higher risk than others. I guess they got their answer. He said, we knew that children of color, even before the pandemic, were more likely than non-Hispanic white children. I love the slicing and dicing of racial and ethnic groups by the Democrats in the United States. The non-Hispanic white children to be shot. And we also knew that child gun victimization seemed to be increasing during the pandemic, Jay said. But no one had looked at how racial disparities in child victimization might have been changed because of the Wuhan Red Death. By the way, at the Chris Plant store, we do have the I Survived the Wuhan Red Death t-shirts and and coffee mugs with the bat on it. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the Demo- we're all kind of settled on, on it now, right, that it came out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That settled science, right? Remember when they banned you from Twitter for even suggesting anything of the kind? And they were telling us, Joe Biden was telling us, if you get the vaccine, you won't get the Wuhan Red Death. And if you're vaccinated, you can't transmit it to other people. Remember all these lies that were told about? Huge epic by the president of the United States, by Anthony Fauci, by, by the Washington Post. All of it was untrue. And then there was that Russian collusion thing that went on every day for years. All of it was untrue. Oh, and there's going to be an update on, uh, I've got an update for you on the Biden family corruption to the Biden organized crime family. The researchers are still unpacking, they like that word, pandemic-specific factors that might have driven the change. And then here they're trying to rationalize this. They're trying to explain why 100 times more likely for African Americans. And here are their best guesses. They're not very good ones. The influences they're considering include, quote, stress associated with job losses. We're talking about children, right? Stress associated with job losses for the children. Is that, is that what's going on? School closings, that's a big Democrat program that later on we discovered because we looked at other countries that really it didn't have any effect because children were not vulnerable. Uh, The elderly and people with pre-existing conditions and vulnerabilities um, were uh, particularly vulnerable. And that's why Governor Cuomo, uh, you know, threw the infected people into the the retirement homes and elder care facilities. And uh, he's okay. He got an Emmy for that and a book deal. It's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? He literally got an Emmy for his press conferences where he lied like a Cuomo. Lie like a Cuomo. So, yeah, stress of job losses for the children, school closings, loss of access to certain kinds of services that closed down. Let's not get too specific. Also, really visible police violence. That's, they say, one of the causes of African-American children being shot at a rate 100 times more than white kids at really visible police violence, right? That's what they say, especially against people of color. That's what uh, the Chicago sometimes, sometimes is reporting. That's pretty amazing. Now, we have this audio I want to play for you. Here's a uh, young man. He's African-American because that matters in this particular instance. Um, and what would you say? He looks like he's 17 years old. 16, maybe. And he was watching Candace Owens, who's conservative, and she's African-American, too. 
That's very confusing to Democrats. And uh, here's the uh, young man quoting Candace Owens, who, uh, quite honestly, uh, patting myself on the back, is uh, quoting me because these are statistics that I pulled together and have been sharing for years. Candace Owens, there was this video of her that was going viral at a college campus talking to students about black on black crime. And she said something that really pissed me off. She said that you're more likely to be struck by lightning as an unarmed black man than get shot by the cop. I look up the data for myself and she was right. There is more people who get struck by lightning than black unarmed men get shot by the police. Y'all, so I'm sitting here editing this video and I figured I'd go in and get the most recent numbers. For the year 2022, there have been 12 unarmed black people shot and killed by the police. 12. National Weather Service, there have been 19 people struck by lightning and died in 2022. There is legitimately more people getting struck by lightning and dying than black people are being shot and killed by the police. Spare me. It blows my mind because I was one of these people that genuinely and honestly thought thousands of young black men unarmed were being shot and killed by the police. But no. Thousands, thousands, he says. I was because that's what MSNBC leads you to believe. And then you go back and look what they said. and They didn't really quite say it. They just led you to believe that. And and then the Chicago Sun-Times has this story that the reason that there are 100 times more black children shot and or shot and killed as white children is because of what the Chicago Sun-Times says, one of the big factors and the, the people at Boston University studying it. The really visible police violence, especially against people of color. That is a giant lie spread by the Democrat Party, which is the party of the Confederate States of America, the KKK, and Jim Crow. Um, just uh, just amazing. Mm-mm-mm. Amir Odom. Amir Odom is the young man who made the video. Thank you. And, uh, and he's, look, he's uh, curious. He's looking into it. He's listening to Candace Owens. He doesn't believe her, and that's fine. So he looks it up himself, and he finds, holy smoke, that's true. And when you start learning things like that, these are statistics that I've been talking about for a long time. Twelve unarmed African Americans shot and killed 2022 by the police. And then you can look at the circumstances of each of those cases. They weren't armed, but they were attacking. Uh, they were, uh, uh, you know, uh, brutalizing someone else. They were their explanations. Whereas 19 Americans were struck and killed by lightning. And he was nonspecific about that on the first couple of references. But at the end, he did say that uh, 19 struck by lightning, fatal lightning strikes in the United States of America. And this is a lie that the Democrats tell quite constantly. Oh, the police. And again, uh, every year more unarmed white people are shot and killed by the police than unarmed black people, just by the way. And, and then you put that in the context of, uh, you know, why are police responding like this? Well, let's look at African-Americans under the age of 18 who are being shot at a rate of more than 100 times more than white kids and shot and killed at a rate of more than 100 times more than white kids. Why is that not a national emergency? Why is that not a crisis? Why is Al Charlatan not banging the drum about that? He should pour gasoline in his hair and uh, (laughs) uh, he should put on a purple velour suit over that, honestly. Uh, Now let's get to uh, this because this is completely wild also. 
front page of today's Washington Post. And there are there are more stories, unfortunately, uh, related to uh, to all of that. Oh yeah, speaking of which, the uh, here's one: the black man uh, charged with hate crime after shooting two strangers in the back of the head in two different locations. Quote: Because they were white. Because they were white. Now, if you change the racial composition of this, this is a big story. This is the front page of the Washington Post. This is CNN all day long. They send satellite trucks and anchormen down to cover this. A black man is facing multiple charges, including hate crime charges, after he uh, allegedly murdered two strangers in a racially motivated shooting at a library and then at a uh, racially motivated shooting at a convenience store. Prosecutors Tulsa, Oklahoma, charged Carlton Guilford with two counts of first-degree murder, two counts of shooting with intent to kill, and one count of malicious intimidation harassment, which is Oklahoma's version of hate crimes. And according to Tulsa Police Department, Guilford shot and killed London Hathcock at the uh, Ruddesill Library, and then 10 minutes later shot and killed James McDaniel at a quick trip, at a quick trip. And he later told the police that he shot and killed them because they were white, right? Now, you remember the media coverage of the guys in Georgia that shot the young black guy who was jogging and he went into the house under construction? And the news media, you know, what, what like 10,000 hours of coverage of that. Um, and that was bad. It was a murder. And it was not justified from what anybody can tell. And, uh, and now we have this, but where's the media coverage of this? Remember the cover- coverage of Kyle Rittenhouse in Kenosha because he shot, remember that serial child rapist who was just out of the mental institution that was chasing the 17-year-old community lifeguard through the burning buildings of Kenosha because they were building them? They, they were burning them, rather, uh, and uh, just, uh, just amazing. Uh, also, in the last seven days in Washington, D.C., seven people have been murdered, seven murders in Washington, D.C. in seven days, uh, and uh, just just amazing stuff. Uh, I, I want to get to this story, too, before I get to the genius governor of Florida who was way ahead of the curve on this sexualization of children and ch- transgender children. Here's the, uh, the story. 12-year-old charged in nine separate D.C. carjackings, comma, robberies, comma, assaults. A 12-year-old has been charged in nine separate carjackings, robberies, and assaults over five weeks in southeast Washington, D.C., police said on Friday. This was in the Saturday Washington Post. And I was reading this with great interest for a, a number of reasons. Um, but let me, let me jump ahead to this. Carjackings in the District of Columbia, our nation's capital, have soared over the past few years. As of Friday... There had been 244 carjacking offenses in Washington this year. Now, let me just pause there for a second. Get a load of this. I went to the U.S. Census website for the square miles of Washington, D.C., although I already knew what it was. 61 square miles, all right, 61 square miles. 244 carjackings. That comes out to four carjackings per square mile in Washington, D.C., and we're not even halfway through the year yet. Not even halfway through the year. Four carjackings per square mile. So uh, if this, if we continue at this rate, uh, we're talking about eight or nine carjackings per square mile this year. 
The city is only about 670,000 people. Pretty amazing. That is a 39% increase from the same time in 2022 last year, a year when the number of carjackings had tripled from the prior year. So they tripled from 2021 carjackings into 2022. And now this year, so far, a 39% increase. So far this year, not even halfway through the year, four carjackings per square mile, per square mile in our nation's capital. And every single carjacker is a Democrat. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for all the grim news, but, you know, the fake news media is not telling you the truth. So that's why you come here. Right? We got some funny Joe Biden is an idiot stuff coming up. Right now, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to my friend Luis calling from Orlando, Florida. Luis, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, buddy. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Listen, I, uh, you know, for those who don't know, uh, I am originally from Guatemala. My wife is from Lebanon, and we have a lot of friends from Cuba, Venezuela. And I never thought that I was going to say this, but I feel less secure now in the United States that I did uh, when I was living under the oppression and dictatorships, because I see the parallels. You know, I see government abuses. I see law enforcement abuses. I see the lying, the uh, hiding, you know, and uh, what's coming is even worse. You know, they make up stories. They'll arrest you. They put you in jail for Mickey Mouse charges or they invent whatever charges uh, they want. And back then, I felt safer simply because we had a beacon of freedom, a place where we can say, at least if things get much worse, we can go and live freely, like many, many many people. So when I arrived, you know, I couldn't even, I remember for two days I couldn't sleep. I was so happy and so excited about being in a free country where, you know, the American dream, everybody spoke about it, and I wanted to be part of that American dream. And I thank God, you know, I did uh, reach it. But it bothers me so much that people don't see what's coming. You know, we are like Rome AC being destroyed from the inside rather than the outside. And when we have federal agencies uh, protecting uh, the politicians and the rich and oppressing the people, if you say anything about it, just like back then, back home, you know, they'll, uh, the media is going to come after you. Uh, and obviously, they obey their masters. Uh, the politicians, so they're going to destroy you. They're going to destroy people. They're going to do whatever they they want. And, you know, I, I'm coming back on the air. I ask you to allow me to speak about it because, frankly, we are at a very difficult time. We are about to cross a line that has no return. And sadly, you know, the whole world is going to suffer the consequences because if we go down, the world goes down, you know. People are not going to try to uh, go to Cuba and inner tubes, uh, try to escape. I serve in the Marine Corps. I was injured. And I appreciate when people tell me, thank you for your service. But you know what? That's not enough. Go out and do something. Try to get five people, convince them, explain to them why the American dream is becoming a, the American nightmare and why we must stand up. Don't back down anymore, you know. The left loves that. And I, uh... if we don't do that, I, Louise, know. I'm so glad you called in. And look, Louise and Nadal are his wife, Nadal, 
from Lebanon are great friends of mine, used to live in Washington, D.C., worked in the Trump administration. God bless America. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.